The Productive Woman, Episode 178. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thank you so much for joining me. In this episode, I'll share with you my conversation with attorney and yogi Tyree Ayers. You'll find more information about Tyree along with links to resources she recommends and the ways you can connect with her online, all in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 178. This episode is brought to you by FreshBooks and by Modsy. Uh, don't forget to check out FreshBooks 30-day unrestricted free trial available to the Productive Woman listeners. To claim it, you can go to freshbooks.com slash woman and enter the Productive Woman in the How Did You Hear About Us section. And I'll share a little more about FreshBooks later on in the show. Right now, I'm excited, though, to welcome a new sponsor to The Productive Woman, and that's Modsy. Modsy is a home design solution that uses 3D visualization to help you redesign your home and buy with confidence. At Modsy, they help new homeowners, renters, and anyone looking to refresh their space. Whether you're starting from scratch or just looking for a few new pieces, Modsy is here to help bring your vision to life and purchase furniture and design elements with confidence. And they're offering the Productive Woman listeners 20% off any design package. Just go to modsy.com and enter the promo code PRODUCTIVE at checkout. So the the idea of Modsy, I had not heard about this until uh, I did a little investigating. They basically help you design a room from your for your home with products from hundreds of your favorite brands. You can access exclusive discounts when you buy your pieces through Modsy from brands like West Elm, Crate and Barrel, Pottery Barn, Des, uh, Minted, Serena and Lily, Anthropology, and CB2. The way it works is you fill out a kind of a questionnaire online, uh, take, they call it their style quiz. You tell them about uh, the project you want to do, give us feedback in this style quiz on the products you find appealing. Then you build your room profile. You upload a few picture, pictures. I mean, you just take them with your phone and they clear out whatever clutter and build a 3D model of your room to scale. And then they start designing your room. It's just amazing. And you can buy the products uh, from your designs directly from your favorite brands through Modsy and get those discounts. I uh, so I chose our master bedroom to do the the Modsy design thing with because it's literally the only room in the house that we've done absolutely nothing with in the ten years we've lived here. And I got to say, the service was incredibly easy to use. the The design quiz or the style quiz is really cool. They just take you through some easy questions, show you pictures, and say which ones do you love, which ones do you hate. Then they tell you how and what photos to take of the room, where kind of where to stand. You just take them with your phone. Uh, you upload those photos and the measurements of your room. And a few days later, you get th- the 3D images of the room with their design suggestions. And oh my goodness, y'all, I loved the designs they sent for me. Um, they gave me two options. 
with uh, views of the room from different angles and, you know, like a 3D rendering of it. Uh, And each design option had links to where I could order the things that they used. And in my case, they were items from places that I've actually shopped at, like Haverty's, Pottery Barn, Ikea, and Target. And you can order directly through them. They have kind of a concierge shopping thing. They check in a couple days after they send you the design options. And uh, I chose the option that allows you to have a call with their designer, go through the design, ask for tweaks, and then they'll do that. I'm planning, I haven't done that yet, but I'm going to. Although, I, I mean, I've just been kind of processing what they sent. I loved the designs, really, I did. And I am seriously considering having them do another room in the house because I was just so pleased with the, uh, the 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 furniture arrangements they came up with, the design options they did, and I'm looking forward to actually getting some of those products and and. Uh, implementing the design in my house. So you can start your project today. Uh, they, As I said, they're offering 20% off any design package they op- uh, they offer. You just visit modsy.com, that's M-O-D-S-Y, modsy.com, and enter the promo code PRODUCTIVE at checkout so you get the discount and they know that I sent you. Uh, if you give this a try, and I, re- you know, if, you're, if one of your goals for 2018 was to refresh your space or redecorate a room or your whole house, I highly recommend you check them out. I think you're going to love it, and I'd love to hear, I'd like to see pictures of what you do. So anyway, that's again, that's for 20% off a design package. Visit modsy dot com m o d s y dot com and enter the promo code productive at checkout and now let's get right into uh, my conversation with Tyree Ayers. I am really excited to welcome to the Productive Woman and to introduce to the Productive Woman listeners, Tyree Ayers. Tyree is a lawyer and a yoga instructor living in the Baltimore, Washington, D.C. area of the United States. And we met a couple years ago through the Productive Woman community, and I've really been looking forward to talking with her about how she manages her own life and gets the things done that matter to her. So welcome, Tyree. Thank you, Laura. I'm happy to be here. Well, it's uh, it's it's been fun. We chatted a little bit before the recording started, getting caught up because we really haven't talked in golly, a year and a half at least. Right. Yeah. So I did a real brief introduction to, um, of you, but why don't you? We start by you telling us a little bit about who you are, what you do, you know, who's in your household, whatever you'd like us to know about you. <laughs> um. Well, I think you summarized it generally well. Um. I'm Tyree. I'm a lawyer and a yoga teacher, um, and I live alone. I have my own place, and I love life, and I'm grateful that I've been able to engage with people both dealing with legal issues but also with health issues. It's been a joy and a passion of mine, um, and I get to continue to share that with others, and using productivity tools has absolutely helped me um, to achieve those goals and aspirations that I have. So I'm happy to talk about that. 
Excellent. Yeah. And, and uh, I'm really going to be interested in hearing about how you manage things because we all do things a little differently and different tools work for different people in different situations. And so before we get into kind of the systems, tools, those sorts of things that you do use, I think it's always helpful to have some context for that um, because sometimes we can understand why something works for a person because of what their life is like. So if there's such a thing as a typical day for you, what what might that look like? Well, a typical day. Um, for me, I am an early riser. Um, I get a lot more done when I start the day out early. So 5, 5.30-ish is um, what I shoot for. And that involves for me um, reading um, a biblical scripture or a devotional prayer time. And then also some kind of physical movement, uh, whether that's yoga or strength training or something else, just um, helps me to get my heart pumping and wakes me up and then uh, get on to my day. Um, I, I try to pack my lunch either the night before or and I'm big into meal prepping. Um, so I like to take my meal with me um, and get into the office Um I guess I arrive in the office about 8.45-ish, um, depending on traffic in this area, and um, have my my normal calendar. It can be packed with meetings with clients, um, so I have to plan for that. So I typically take a look at my calendar to see what's coming up in terms of meetings. Also, I have my own personal to-do list of things that I'd like to accomplish, Um I also teach four classes in a given week, but um, on my typical day, one more thing that I did want to add is that um, when I'm getting ready in the morning, I typically have no background noise, no TV, um, no music, no nothing. It's just kind of my quiet time, even as I'm moving around in the house, um, whether that's for my devotional time or for my physical workout activity. It's just helping me to center um, and to prepare for what I call noise um, that comes my way throughout the day. So, so you don't listen to music or or you know watch TV or something while you are working out. Uh, no, I don't. And while I'm getting dressed, either I don't. I don't do any of that. Uh, I, I I will say on the on generally I don't. But there are times um, recently, just with the weather. Um, with icy roads and snow, I have turned it on just to check on the weather and the commute. Mm-hmm. Uh, but generally, that's my quiet time. That's a, that's really an interesting approach. I don't think I've ever um, heard of someone who, who kind of has all that. I think it's a great idea. We've talked in a recent episode, I think, about you know, how our, our world is so full of noise, both in the audible sense, but just information and stuff coming at us all the time. And a lot of us have a hard time being in silence, you know, not having noise around. I mean, I, I've known, and, you know, I've known teenagers, I've known adults that will have the, you know, like the, the, the TV going and music playing and other stuff going. And so there's some real value in that, that time to be quiet, um, doing your things and kind of letting your mind rest and go where it wants to go at the time. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at, during the day you're at an office being a lawyer. Uh, how long have you been a lawyer? 
Um, it's coming upon 15 years wow. in May. Yes. And, and you recently or relatively recently made a change in how and where you practice law, didn't, haven't you? Yes, that's correct. Um, I worked in the past in the, I started out my career in private practice and then made the transition um, into the federal sector. So I was representing uh, one of the uh, federal governmental agencies, the Department of Commerce. And since that time, I've transitioned into a corporation in this area. One of the key factors for me was um, the commuting time. Uh, My office in the federal government was um, inside of the D.C. Beltway. And if you know anything about that, traffic is horrendous. And I'd spend um, at least an hour, sometimes upwards of an hour and a half on the rare occasion, two hours um, in traffic, whether it was due to construction or just the heavy um, uh, road traffic um, or accidents or things like that. And I um, was fortunate to be able to find an opportunity that's much closer than home, that's under 20 minutes. Mm. And so that's made a big difference for me in terms of um, just planning, uh, getting to work. Um, and getting into the office earlier without as much stress. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 that that sort of uh, thing, that, that, that sort of change can be challenging, and yet the, and there are lots of reasons why we make professional changes, career changes like that. Um, but but uh, I know lots of women, and men for that matter, have jobs where they have a long or difficult commute and it eats up so much of your time and makes it really difficult to to f- make time to accomplish uh, other things that matter to you. Absolutely. I, I mean, because I leave in the mornings and it's, you know, dark or the sun is rising and then I come home and it's nighttime. It feels like it's bedtime and, you know, the day is already gone. Fortunately, I would use that time to listen to podcasts like yours, um, audio books, um, catch up uh, with fr- friends and family on the phone uh, since I had a lot of time in the car. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if that's your situation, if that's, you know, you've got to commute there, you, there are ways to kind of redeem that time and make productive use of it. But I can see why I think you and I both, I guess, separately and not talking to each other have made changes recently to reduce that long commute because, you know, been there, done that. And it's, you know, it, it, it's even though you can listen to podcasts, listen to audio books, you know, talk hands-free and safely on your, you know, phone and catch up with people still, there's just the stress of manipulating the vehicle through traffic and, and dealing with all that. So uh, kudos to you for kind of being aware of that and making that intentional choice for your career. Um, so now that we kind of have the backdrop for what you do and and how you do it, I I think every person's life is a little different, presents different challenges as far as staying productive, getting those things done that really matter to her or him. Um, you know, for some of us, for a lot of us, uh, a lot of women, I mean, I know me and, and lots of people I've heard from saying no is a big challenge for us. For others, you know, it may be just managing their calendar, 
managing their possessions, all, it, any number of things can be a challenge. What would you say are your biggest challenges when it comes to being productive, both in the sense of getting things done, but also in that sense of making a life that matters? I chuckled as you were talking because not saying no is is <laughs> is probably at the the top of the list. Um, last year, um, one of my words for 2017 was no, mm-hmm. and the no is a full and complete sentence um, because I have a tendency to want to please people and want to be sure that I'm doing as much as I can to be helpful. Um, where I would use more yeses when they probably should have been no's or at least to be more thoughtful before responding and feeling pressured, um, internal pressure to respond. Um, so saying no or giving myself that, that time, um, to think about my answer, thinking about my schedule and the big picture, um, is definitely a challenge. I'll also say that, um, my phone, (laughs) honestly, (laughs) um, can be a challenge and, um, being a knowledge worker sitting in front of a computer for stretches of time, um, you know, looking for that quick dopamine hit to, you know, search, you know, social media or some other website, um, when I need to really dedicate some real thoughtful time can kind of happen or or the phone just lands in my hand (laughs) as I describe it. Um, so being mindful of that and carving out time for that, but realizing that I need to focus on getting whatever my priorities are for that day or for that period in time. Um, yeah, I think those are challenges for a lot of us. I, um, I, it, I, I've really been trying to be more mindful myself about how often I pick up my phone just as sort of a default thing instead of doing something else that's more, uh, creative or productive in, in any sense, you know, it's just, it's there. And I liked your, your characterization of it. You just, it's in my hand. How did that happen? Right. Right. <laughs> oh, and the, and the, you know, on the issue of saying no, as you were talking about how you're, you know, giving yourself that time to sort of think about it and be intentional, uh, it reminded me, I recently read, um, Courtney Carver's new book, Soulful Simplicity. And I'm going to talk about it on an episode uh, in a a few weeks. But uh, one of the things she talked about that kind of came to mind when you were talking is about uh, learning not to say yes when my heart is saying no. And, you know, and that starts with being aware of what your heart is saying to you, you know? Right. Absolutely. Giving yourself that space. to be aware and and then be intentional about what you're agreeing to do. So, um, what are what are the things you're doing? Are there any particular uh, approaches you're taking to dealing with those two challenges? Maybe start with the phone thing. How are, is there anything you're doing to kind of deal with that? Um. Yes. Yeah. So a, a few different things. Um, is one is um, I sometimes just put it in my desk drawer um, and, you know, silence everything on it. And I use the Pomodoro technique. Um, so I'll set a timer on my watch, um, you know, for the 25 minutes of focused uh, work and then have the 10 minute break. Um, also, if there's something that starts to creep into my mind, I keep a notepad um, on the desk and I'll just jot that down. So if it's like, Oh, I need to, 
you know, go on Amazon to search for whatever um, items that just seem to be an emergency, um, <laughs> uh, then I have that nearby. Also, um, one other um, thing that I do is I have a, a few different work surfaces in my office. Um, so I will sometimes turn my back to my computer and or I can move over to my table and spread out. So I print out um, whatever materials I might be reviewing. And so it just, so those things disappear. Lighting for me is really important. So I have my lighting, I turn on music, something that doesn't have lyrics, but has some kind of um, calm, but energetic um, beat to it. And then I can focus more knowing that the timer is on, so I don't have to keep looking back and then just kind of climb into my workspace and whatever um, is on my plate. Those things definitely help me. Yeah. Yes. So for, for music to help you concentrate and focus, do you have um, a playlist on your phone? Do you use, what do you use to provide that? I use Spotify. Okay. Um, so I go on there and there are under, I think it's the different genres. You can look under, um, focus and there's, um, instrumental beats, there's white noise, um, reading chill out, just different. Uh, and also I listen to classical music. Um, so I, I kind of will vary it up, but I have a few go-to playlists that have already been prepared, uh, that I refer to and just will, you know, tap, you know, tap to the select, uh, the playlist and just climb in and it automatically triggers this more focused response, having that music, it's calm, it's quiet, and and do the good work that I need to do. Yeah, I I find the same thing. It's interesting. Um, I I haven't used Spotify so much, but I've got, you know, I I have used Focus at Will, which is a web-based program for that. And I've also found I've got an Amazon Echo in my office here, and I could just say I can't say that word, or she'll she'll wake up and talk <laughs> to me. But I'll you know say the trigger word and say play instrumental classical music or something like that when I need to work. And it does a couple of things for me. It um, it's not I don't have it real loud, but it's loud enough to kind of cover the miscellaneous noise that might be going on down the hall. So I, my right. you know my brain isn't what's going on out there? What am I missing? Um, and, and then that music just, once you do that, you develop a habit of doing that. I found the same thing you said that it just, it's, it triggers something in you that, okay, this is time to work. I'm hearing that. That's what I hear that when I work. So right. that's a great, uh, a great approach. What about saying no? How do you, how are you, are you doing anything to try to get better about that? Uh, yeah, so I now think about my calendar as kind of <laughs> my excuse. So I create a monthly calendar here in my home office I have up on the wall where I lay everything out, everything that I know of at the beginning, well, the end of the previous month, looking forward into the current month, lay every single thing out that I can uh, whether it's work related, whether it's a personal activity or event, uh, just so that's all out there. And I do transfer that onto my phone. So if I'm away from home and I'm being contacted about something that I can then refer to my calendar. 
um, in terms of, I, I guess I should say that for in terms of events, um, and, and then that helps me to organize, to think, well, if it's something that involves me doing something like teaching, um, a workshop or something, how much time am I going to have to commit to it and starting to be more mindful about that? Am I including enough margin uh, for myself just to be able to rest or do something that helps to refuel my tank? Um, so that's helped to really pull back, but also just being aware of my own personal interests um, and and wishing people well, even if it's not something that I can do or, or really you know isn't something that I think that there might be some better resource to redirect them to that. But it, it still is a challenge. <laughs> it definitely yeah. is a challenge, um, I, I, you know, to do that. But it's something that I think more about. Um, and there are some things that I really want to do, and I do it. And I figure that out also. But at least giving myself the time to reflect on it. And I do spend time um, every week or, or so, I'd say maybe every 10 days, looking back on my week, what it's been like. So typically on a day like today, um, I would look back and just to see how things are going, how am I feeling? You know, is there something that I'm missing out on, you know, laundry or, you know, just things like that. So I can make time for that. And that's going to help to shape how I respond to any kinds of requests or inquiries like that going forward. Yeah. So it, it really, um, I admire how you, you, you're really trying to be intentional about that and work on that awareness, uh, that it's easy to get into the, just the day to day doing the stuff and sort of lose track of, well, how, how does all this feel? Is this life I'm living? Is, is this the life I want to live? Uh, you know, am I feeling uh, energized or am I feeling depleted? Am I, um, you know, looking forward to the days or am I dreading them? And uh, I think a lot of times, uh, a lot of us just don't take the time to even ask those questions. Right, right, absolutely. And and carving out that time to do so, um, for me, also happens in my journal. I do journal and to be able to get that out. So I'm like, if I have angst about some issue, to be able to unpack it in a safe space, to be able to jot some thoughts down and, and, you know, noodle it over to really be able to explore what I'm feeling and why and what steps or actions I can take to remedy that if there are some available. Hmm. So yeah, that's, that's a wise approach. Um, I appreciate you sharing that with us. It's I'm 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 trying to continue talking with you, but I'm thinking about the stuff that you said, and there's just some some real wise thoughts there for uh, for all of us. So, on a kind of nitty gritty practical level, what are the the favorite tools you like to use or resources that you recommend for managing the demands on your time, whether it's you know, the calendar you use, whatever, whatever tools and resources that you think are really useful. Definitely the cat, the, the, um, my master calendar at home, but also on my, my personal computer and phone and, um, my work computer. So I definitely refer to them often, especially at work. I start the day by checking my calendar and periodically check because sometimes, 
clients will, you know, add a, a meeting to my schedule. So I want to be abreast of that and to give myself the time to do any reading or, or just uh, to get up to speed or, or to prepare for the meeting. The other things, tools that I use, um, I do maintain a master task list list in Google Docs. Hmm. Um, so that's important to me. Um, but I do prefer on the day-to-day basis a handwritten journal. So I carry with me a small notebook at at all times in my purse or my work bag um, so I can jot things down. So I'm keeping a running list Um, for my personal um, journal. Sometimes I do include work um, commitments or responsibilities, but I also have a separate um, notebook for work, for deadlines and things like that to help me to keep organized. I'm a big fan of Evernote. I think that's because of you, Laura. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's definitely uh, where I file away important documents where I can easily accessible, uh, where they're easily accessible for me. But I also use it as kind of my recipe collector. Mm. Um, so I, and that kind of transitions for me. I don't know whether this is considered a tool per se, but meal prepping is really important to me. It's good financially, health-wise. Um, and, and just, you know, being on the move constantly. So I prepare, um, you know, meals in advance, um, even trying to store them in containers and things like that, um, so that I can just grab them and go on, um, to wherever I need to be. Those are some important things for me. For the meal prep thing, is there any particular, a system you follow or, or like cookbooks you refer to or, or anything like that? Or is it just stuff you like and you just plan ahead? Yeah, it's probably more of the latter. Um, so I, and Google helps a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. So if I have a taste for something or in talking with friends, I do have some cookbooks that I refer to. Um, but it's probably kind of a hodgepodge of all of that. So uh, what I try to do is to plan out my my meals for the week, um, or at least as far into the week as I as possible. And then I create my grocery list off of my menu, and then get those items come back. Typically, this happens for me on a Sunday afternoon or evening, do all of the cooking, then try to divide up everything into the, you know, containers and store it in the refrigerator so that then in the morning when I'm getting ready for work, I can just grab and go. That's been my technique and it's worked really well thus far. So do you go out to go grocery shopping? Do you ever use any, you know, like grocery delivery services or anything like that? I have used a grocery delivery service. It's been some time ago now, but I honestly prefer going to the store myself. I know I have um, friends who rave about, you know, the various services, Amazon Fresh or Instacart. And my grocery store um, right down the street does provide the service. But I I don't know. I'm always like, well... Are they going to give me the bruised banana? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's. Even I know that they don't. <laughs> that's been my challenge. I, I like the idea because you know I'm a big Amazon fan. I've been an Amazon Prime member since the day they launched it. But every time I think about going on and you know like ordering, ordering my groceries online and having them delivered, I think, well, but I have to look at the produce. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. I got to make sure the avocado is not rock hard, that it's that it's ripening. And, you yeah. know, I, I just maybe that's just me. Yeah. yeah. 
but that's what I do. And my grocery store is right down the street and I love it. So um, it's kind of a fun experience for me. Okay. Other, mm-hmm. other tools or systems that you use to kind of get, get your stuff done. Um, I would also uh, repeat, uh, well, that I use wearable tech. Um, so I wear an Apple watch. So um, the timer on it is helpful for me. The haptics, you know, prompting me to stand and breathe. Mm-hmm. And I use a standing desk converter at work. Mm. Um, so that helps me to, you know, get off my seat from, you know, time to time, um, just to keep things moving. And I find that if I've been sitting all day, I feel my energy starts to wane. Yeah. So I, I go up and down. So I'll stand for a good while. And then I'll sit like if I'm eating lunch or something like that you know, and depending on what I'm working on, it might be more conducive to sitting. But having that as an option really does help me. I feel like I'm I'm clearer and fresher just from that change um, of, of kind of moving around. Um, okay. Yeah. I would say that those are, yeah, my calendar, I'm looking daily and also then I'm taking a glance. So before I left work on Friday, I look back at um, what the week has coming up for me to plan accordingly. If there's something I should read over the weekend or think about blocking out time for something in particular that's coming up that might require more attention. Um, And Google Docs um, is is something that I like to use for the master task list and keeping my um, handwritten uh, list of of things to do um, are some of the main ones and, and Evernote. Um, to be able to move things over. I think those are my main ones. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I didn't, as, as we've been talking, I've been kind of thinking about, and I didn't ask you about this beforehand, but I, I find it really interesting to me that you have sort of these two pieces of your life. Uh, you have, you're a lawyer, you're working in this corporation, serving your internal clients there and doing what you do there, but you're also a yoga instructor and um, you shared a bio with me that I'll, I'll throw into the show notes so folks can uh, kind of explain a little bit about how you got into that. And I find that just real interesting. I'm curious about um, how, how your practice of yoga has affected your, uh, your practice of the law. And, and, you know, can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. Um, I think it has actually helped immensely. Um, so I, I somewhat joke that I'm a counselor um, because since the type of work that I do, employment and labor law, um, it can stir up some really strong emotions in clients and witnesses. So I, I think my maintaining my own personal calm uh, can transfer over to them and helping them to focus on whatever the issues are at hand. Um, but for my personal yoga practice and teaching experience, I spend time, you know, practice, I try to practice every day, (laughs) underscoring try, probably more like five or six days a week. But I think that being in touch with my own breath and knowing how my body moves, I know when things are out of whack, when I'm starting to feel that I need more rest, or I'm dehydrated, or, you know, just being sure that I'm eating healthy food, because that's something that is also really important to me, to do those things, to carve out that time, and also not to suppress any feelings, or you know, doubt, 
um, uncertainty, shame, vulnerability, things that can float up um, and various experiences to be okay and, and sitting with them. I think that that has then allowed me to be a better listener to my clients. Um, and also, you know, just thinking about how I focus, what helps me to focus. So um, I try to think about what's consistently going to make me the me that I am and the me that I want to be as I grow and develop um, as a personal and a professional. Um, so yoga gives me the space to do that. And it's just this amazing experience. You know, there's so many health benefits to it. And practicing law, as you well know, <laughs> can be very stressful. Yeah. <laughs> so being able to deal with that, having something directly that's you know, I, I always tell um, students that's transferable, your breath, you know, you don't have to put it in your pocket. It's there all the time. So when I am dealt, dealing with something that's ruffling my feathers, I make sure that I'm breathing deeply. Is there some way that I can, you know, respond or advise, um, you know, without getting you know, just letting things kind of fall out of whack and keeping perspective. So the the two definitely complement each other very well. Yeah, I, I and I can see how that would be the case. And that's I thought that was, you know, it was it's a real interesting question to me uh, of how you kind of put those two things together as part of your whole life. Well, um, you obviously have given a lot of thought to how you're living your life and the the systems and tools that you use and uh, making career changes and and all the various pieces of of that and you have your morning routine that we've talked about and all, all those things that you do to kind of keep track of things and stay on an even keel but i got to ask cuz i ask every guest even with all of that do you ever have a day when it all gets away from you or you're just completely stressed out and overwhelmed? And if so, what do you do to get back on track? Yes, I do have those experiences. Um, and so lawyerly answers, it depends if I'm at work. <laughs> then I... I've often said that no matter what question you ask a lawyer, there's only one answer. It's always going to be, it depends. It depends. What do you want right. for dinner? It depends. It depends. Right. <laughs> anyway, continue. Right. Well, for me, um, definitely, um, I, I have um, colleagues and su even um, my boss or, you know, just um, co-workers that I can reach out to, or, you know, if I, if it's something that I'm just still trying to sort out, you know, and I can get home or whatever, honestly, a nap mm -hmm. is, is my ideal way to deal with it because I've learned that there's often a correlation for me when I'm feeling, you know, that just the wheels have fallen off the bus that, it, you know, just things are just not working how I had hoped that it sometimes is a signal for me that I'm tired. I'm, I might be overextending myself. Um, the other thing that I like is I allow myself like a couple squares of dark chocolate per day. So <laughs> that's medicinal. <laughs> it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, some kind of treat like that, not going overboard, but, you know, just coming back and, and maybe this is the yogi in me. Um, coming back to you know what's really what what's really important and how can I you know learn from this and go from there? Uh, I mean, it's always good to have you know girlfriends that you can you know that are only a phone call or text away too. 
Um, but those are my, um, my main um, ways to, to deal with those days. Yeah. And we all have them. So I think those are some great, uh, great ideas for any of us if we're having one of those days uh, when the, you know, the alternative would be to fling yourself down the stairs. <laughs> Not a particularly <laughs> healthy one. So a nap and a couple <laughs> bites of chocolate can, can right. and then a chat with a good friend. You know, right. th- those are the things I think that can make a huge difference. Right. So, so Tyree, what's a, what you know we're kind of at the beginning of a new year as we're as we're talking now what's what's on the horizon for you what do you see in the in the months to come for me i'd say i feel like 2018 is a year for me to just continue fine tuning my instruments mm-hmm. um um so continuing to grow as you mentioned i i made a transition into a a new uh work environment so to continue learning and and building the relationships which have been going really well to really just um just become immersed in it i i told my boss one day that uh it's like a rosetta stone experience like i just want to like take up all of you know just soak everything in the culture the language is it's in the healthcare industry so there's a lot of regulations um so being able to sharpen my tools to learn as much as i can professionally so that then i can provide the best advice and training to my clients and to support them the best way that I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and then overall, um, not just in my teaching, but in my personal life, recommitting to some simple things, sleep, being sure, and I've, I've recommitted to this and I've been pretty consistent, making sure that I'm sleeping seven to eight hours a day. It makes a big difference for me, eating really well and maintaining um, the relationships that are really important to me that really bring all of this together. Um, so, you know, I, I'm very close with my family and I have some some good girlfriends who inspire and empower me and encourage me all the time. Um, so continuing to do those things, really sharpening and, and fine tuning uh, for 2018 is what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, that sounds like a, a, a great year ahead for you. So, yeah. so Tyree, if folks want to... Um, connect with you in some way online. Uh, what, what's the best way for them to do that? Obviously you're not a, you're not like some of my guests are public people who have their own website set up and, and all that sort of thing. That's not you, but are, are you available if somebody wanted to connect with you and, and, uh, express their, their appreciation for the thoughts you've shared or maybe ask a question or two? Absolutely. Um, I can be contacted on LinkedIn and also via email would be the next best way to communicate with me. It's T-P-A-Y-E-R-S at Hotmail.com. Okay. And I'll put, put those in the show notes so people can find you there. Uh, you know, this, there's so much that we've talked about. I feel like we could continue talking forever, but I, I promise to be respectful of your time. As we, as we wrap it up, do you have any last words for the listener who might be looking for some help in getting things done and, and making a life that matters? Any thoughts for, for her or him? <laughs> Absolutely. I would say first dream a little bit, just spend some time brainstorming or sky bluing it, as I've heard it referring to just being able to be in that space, just to hear whatever it is that your heart's calling for, which whatever gets you going, um, and then write it down. 
-hmm. It doesn't have to be in any kind of organized, you know, uh, prose or paragraphs even, just jotting, just getting it out so you can see it in black and white. And then, you know, working on doing it, putting it in action. I think that's the, an important thing because sometimes we can get stuck in the dreaming phase or the writing in our nice little journals, but really doing it and being okay that being afraid that there might be times where you get kind of sidetracked, but those are opportunities for further growth and development. It will take you outside of your comfort zone. Um, I've heard the quote, dream so big that it scares you. Um, So being able to do that and it can be empowering um, to think, you know, I I think of for myself, I have some goals that, that I tell myself, I can't wait to grow into that person. I can't wait to see who she is. Mm -hmm. And that inspires me. And I encourage the listeners to do the same because there's nothing, no time like the present And it might sound harsh, but no one can do it for you. But that's empowering. You can choose. You are the actor. You are the director and the producer of your future. So own it and enjoy it, you know, without regrets and just give it your best. I couldn't couldn't have ended it on a better note. Thank you so much, Tyree, for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you, Laura. I am so thankful to Tyree for taking the time to share her thoughts with us on how she manages her own busy life and for the great suggestions, encouraging words she offered for the rest of us. But what do you think? Do you have any questions for Tyree or for me? Any thoughts on the things that Tyree and I talked about? I'd love to hear from you. You can share your questions or thoughts in the comments section of the show notes for this episode, which you will find at theproductivewoman.com slash 178. Or you can post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page. Or if you're a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, you can always post your comments or questions there and we can have a conversation about it there within the group. If you want to share your thoughts with me privately, you can email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com or leave a voice message on the website or the Facebook page. On both places, there's a button where you can click to record a little voice message. I want to say a a word about FreshBooks, our sponsor uh, that... I've been using their online accounting software for well since well before FreshBooks started sponsoring the Productive Woman. They are offering you as a Productive Woman listener a free 30-day all-access trial so you can put it through its paces and see how it will work for you in managing the money uh, part of your business. If you're a freelancer or a solopreneur running a small business, you really owe it to yourself to check it out um, and see how it could work for you. And you can do that by visiting freshbooks.com slash woman. FreshBooks is easy to use, uh, which I appreciate because I don't have a lot of time to mess with this and and I'm not a money-oriented person, or I mean a a numbers-oriented person. Um, But so it's very easy to use uh, either on your computer or on your uh, smartphone even, but it's also full of p- 
powerful features that really let you manage your business finances very efficiently so you can get back to doing the parts of the the business that you enjoy. They've streamlined essential business actions like creating, sending, and tracking invoices, tracking your time and expenses, and the transfer of funds received uh, from your clients or customers into your bank account. Uh, FreshBooks makes it simple for your clients or customers to pay you online simply by clicking on a button in the invoice when they receive it, and that helps you get paid quicker. FreshBooks is really a great tool for managing your business finances, and I encourage you to try out their 30-day unrestricted free trial that they're offering to the Productive Woman listeners. To claim it, just go to freshbooks.com woman and enter the Productive Woman in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Don't forget also to check out Modsy if you're looking to update a room or more than one room in your home. Uh, take advantage of that 20% discount they are offering the Productive Woman listeners on any of their design packages. Just go to modsy.com, that's M-O-D-S-Y, modsy.com, and enter the promo code PRODUCTIVE at checkout. And thank you so much to Modsy and to FreshBooks for supporting the Productive Woman. And that is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you for spending this time with me and with Tyree. I hope you found something in this episode that you is helpful to you, that is encouraging to you, that you can put into practice in your life to make it better. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to help you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.